good morning. Goodness, this is Ain't That Some Shit with Emma, episode 8. It is 6.15 a.m. on the 26th of March, year of our Lord, 2023. I'm going to start using that more often. Year of our Lord, 2023. Yeah, I I really like those um, <clears throat> historical fiction series. Like, yes, the people lived, and yes, some events happened, but a lot of the side characters didn't exist. A lot of the, like, twists and turns that are oh so convenient didn't happen unless they were by divine intervention and therefore historically accurate. But no. <laughs> Let's discuss something that is happening right now. It's making history. I really hope more people talk about it, honestly. Because it's ridiculous. Has anyone heard of... Mind you, this is 2019, so you have to think back if you had heard this. About Dutch farmers in Holland being fire-hosed and being told not to farm. Does this sound familiar? I hope so. <laughs> I hope it wasn't just a blip of a story that you briefly heard and, and forgot. What the heck? Why? Sorry, I'm trying to find the key part of my little talk here. Yes, I, I will try to prevent dead air. Yeah. Yes, that's... No, this is all stupid. Of course. Alright, well then just wait till it comes out then. Yes. Yes. Okay, I found an article from the 20s... Uh, from Year of Our Lord 2022. Beautiful. Alright, let's leave it there. Okay, so let's talk about the Dutch farmers. What happened? Why were they prote protesting? Why were they upset? Well, it was in protest to a law that was put out by the European Union. The European Union is based out of Brussels, so laws made in Brussels, Belgium, get sent out to the rest of the countries in the European Union, and they all have to follow suit. Their laws do not take precedence over European Union laws. That's it. Bottom line. Which is fucking stupid. Like, tell me not, this little fucking city, it's, the little fucking city is dictating how several other countries should behave. We had this before. We had this, if you had read, um, I believe it's by Thomas More. It's a very famous small book, but there was a quote that I recall from it that it, it doesn't make common sense. It's not common sense that <clears throat> an island should govern a continent right and this was talking about Great Britain governing the US yeah fantastic uh, the book just so that in case you're interested no and he it was quite a prolific author, but no, it was a 
tiny little thing. And I may not find it. Oh, that is sadness. I, I wish I remembered it. Nope, nope, nope. Alright, if I do find it, I will let you know. Because it's quite good. Quite good indeed. Alright. But yes, the, the concept just makes no sense at all that a tiny little place can govern or supersede the legislation of countries. Uh, yep. This is gonna not. It's gonna drive me nuts. I know. I know the book. Oh goodness! All right. An island cannot govern a continent. Thomas Paine. I am so sorry. It's not Thomas More. It was Thomas Paine. Thank you. Common sense. Yes. Small islands not capable of protecting themselves are proper objects for kingdoms to take under their care. But there is something absurd in supposing a continent to be <laughs> perpetually governed by an island. You can rephrase and say, but there is something absurd in supposing a city to be perpetually... No, sorry. Something absurd in supposing a collection of countries to be perpetually governed by a city. There we go. That I prefer. Okay, Thomas Paine, Common Sense. I need to reread it. Clearly I'm out of practice, but let's go back to the farmers. So because of a nitrogen scare that the farmers are emitting too much nitrogen, the very smart people of the European Union have deemed it appropriate, fair, and moral to have a reduction on nitrogen-producing livestock and, you know, agri agricultural pollution. <laughs> oh, goodness. You know, you combat agricultural pollution, plant more fucking trees, but no. No, what the EU wants and what Netherlands, Holland has agreed with is to keep everything pristine. To keep the land how it was, how it is. Keep the land how it is. Yes. Yeah, let's let's stick with that. It, it makes no sense. They say they want to preserve the wildlife and reduce the nitrogen emission. And all Holland is, is farmland. That's their main export. We get a lot of our produce from there. It's just, it doesn't make any sense to subscribe to this nonsense. I, I understand we want to be climate aware and that kind of thing, but we cannot make change. We cannot instill good change if we're not around. I, I seriously am worried because what the fuck? You you cut off the farming, you destroy great farmland, you put, they want to put 600 farmers out of business, and not just any 600, no, it's 600 off the top. The main contributors to the nitrogen 
emission, nitrogen, scare, pollution, whatever. So you're looking at 600 of the largest farms in the Netherlands to be shut down and preserved and eventually absorbed by the government. So naturally, naturally these farmers who have been there for centuries, their family has been there for centuries. Some people can trace their lineage back to the 1400s. Can you? Wouldn't you want to be able to pass that kind of thing down much? <laughs> I mean, let's let let's just let let's go beyond sentimentalities, huh? Not just passing down lineage, culture, history, family, but a skill. A skill, an occupation, means to make a living, don't you? Wouldn't you want your children to benefit? from the solid work that you've done. Sure, you can call it nepotism, but fuck off. All right, these are hardworking people. These are scientists and engineers. These are people who take into account all variables that we don't even think about. The watersheds, water coming down, weather, we're looking at environmental factors that heck they test the soil to see if the sediments are appropriate for whatever crop and then they replenish the soil or they would till the land and let that rest and plant somewhere else and then reap and back and forth right this is food these people make whole foods that they, they they ship out produce that's you know <laughs> it's enjoyed and and paid for by the majority of the modern world the fuck are you talking about they should stop and mind you holland is like half the size of indiana if if we really want to look into the brass tacks of this whole thing it's a small ass fucking country producing a hefty percentage of produce that you know keeps the world going does does anyone need reminding of the 1944 famine the dutch famine does does anyone recall this after the end of world war ii there was a hunger winter there was german occupied netherlands there was nothing produced during that time so when the Germans were gone they had famine alright so let's talk about these Germans huh <laughs> the fire hoses used to level the farmers that were protesting were manned powered and supplied by the German police the German police they were allowed to come in to Holland, they had the blessing and backing of both the government of Holland and the European Union. Ain't that some shit? Germans occupying Holland again to hose down the farmers. What the fuck? Why? Why is this happening? What's the end result? Anything something fucky happens, I always wonder, what's the end result? What is the long-term goal? Because these little things, these little steps, don't mean much, but they get you closer. 
they get you closer to your end objective, your goal. And that's how the European Union works. They put little bullshit laws into legislation and no one thinks anything of it until there are so many laws in place for this one thing that it has now set a precedent for future endeavors to be built upon this. That That's how they get things going. That's how they've done all this climate change thing. When you relinquish fractions of your freedom, you will never get it back because whoever, whomever you've relinquished that percentage to understands, oh, so you're happy with just 90% of your freedoms. Oh, you can tolerate 80%. If we stifle the media and make sure that your protests and your concerns and your qualms are not heard, then you'll be fine with 50. That's a pretty, pretty chilling thought, right? Right after we're coming out of the pandemic, some people have yet to come out. Stupid shit. But, alright, let's keep going. So they want 600 of the biggest farmers to shut down. They want to preserve whatever. The environment in that area. <clears throat> to stop the nitrogen. It's There's not a single farmer that is on board with this. But a lot of them have had their spirit beaten. So much. Because... No one cares. Their own country is cowardly and it's not standing up for them. The European Union doesn't give a flip about the consequences. And why? What is the end game? Okay. There is well-accounted knowledge that the reason for the abandonment of these farmlands you know what hold on uh, let's go one more step Holland Netherlands whatever you want to call it I'm gonna call Holland because it annoys them and they want to seem less racist no you're Holland and you sent Dutchies over to Africa to start the apartheid fuck off fucking Holland government. Nope. They also called for a 35% reduction in use of manure, fertilizer, because, you know, the chemical emissions, 35%. So you're eliminating 600 of the largest farms, and the remaining farms need to reduce their use of manure and fertilizer and other crop-growing additives by 35%. I wouldn't be surprised if like damn near 40% of all farmers are out. Now, Holland <clears throat> issued this uh, public, you know, press release like, well, the farmers are on board. Look how many refuse to renew their permits because they understand what's needed. The government of Holland stopped issuing farming permits. So once your thing is expired, you're going to have to appeal to get it reinstated. And 
depending upon if you're this you know one of the 600 or not it's not gonna happen that's so fucking shady that the government has just completely folded over and it makes no sense all right so here's here's the bomb drop <sighs> the Dutch government is not seeking to eliminate about a third of its farms for environmental reasons. No. No. They want to construct Tri-State City. Have you heard about this? Bet not. Oh. Tri-State City is a megalop megalopolis Jesus Christ. Megalopolis. Megalopolis. There we go. A megacity with a population around 45 million extending to the areas of Germany and Belgium. They want to... Jeez. There, there has to be another word for it because it's not just all gentrification, right? No. What What is this? When you're eliminating the farmland to create a huge fucking city. Mm, I am missing the word. I am so sorry. I, I want to say it's deforestation, but it's not forest. But yes. Tri-State City. And Tri-State City, as per their plans, will have a railway that extends all the way to China. I, I'm looking at the website right now. Tri-State City Network .nl Netherlands. This is their plan. What the fuck? What the fuck? You are sacrificing so much farmland. So much bountiful, beautiful, nutrient-rich land for a big city. Oh, but it'll give more jobs and people have places to live and all that other stuff. Yeah, but people had jobs, good jobs. We need more farmers. We need less professional useless people. It's like the dumbest people that we encounter nowadays have the longest string of letters after their names. They are useless when it comes to actually getting things done. I bet, you know, they couldn't build you a deck if you asked them, you know, if you supplied them all the ingredients, all of the wood and fucking graph paper and, and rulers and measuring tape to measure everything out and, plan, and plan it, right? No. It's stupid. No. It's to have a megalopolis of useless people. Ooh, yeah, let's 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 look at the goals here. No poverty. Yeah, cuz you'll just stick them in in hotels. Zero hunger. How? You can make them eat bugs? Oh yeah. Uh, Europe has agreed to mix in crushed um bugs, crushed, you know, all that great stuff into their flour, their baking flour, their carbs, <laughs> pastry stuff like that. We'll have a nice crunchy cockroach substitute. Aren't you excited? 
I ain't buying shit from Europe now. Fuck out of here. Yeah, good good luck with your cockroach piece pizza. <laughs> Alright. Let's go back to those goals. Okay. Good health and well being. How? How? If you're in a Okay, I'll I'll say this now. Just because you're skinny doesn't mean you're healthy. If you're not getting any exercise, if you're eating, you know, poor nutrition but you're not overeating, you know, they probably will regulate how much you do eat. Sure, you can stay skinny because you'll have this tiny-ass fucking apartment that it wouldn't suit you to outgrow your living space, right? You, you like a fucking hermit crab. You outgrow the home, you find a new one. Well, what if you can't build? What if you can't find a bigger house for your fat ass? Yeah, exactly. I, I have no answer for you either. I, I'm just I'm just imagining just all these tiny, frail, not working hard, not doing anything, Europeans and their tiny little apartments pretending that life is good while hating us in the US where we have the liberty to get as fat as we want and have like 10 acres of land. And if we really want to help, we can scooter ourselves to the store and back and no one can tell us shit. But they can't. Quality education. Yeah, okay. We'll see. We'll see, I doubt it. Gender equality. Oh, suck my dick. Alright, another goal. Clean water and sanitation. They're going to produce more crap. You're going to build a megalopolis tri-state, tri-super city, tri-state super city, whatever. Goodness. Yeah. Affordable and clean energy. You know what are the biggest, um, <clears throat> biggest uses for cobalt, all that cobalt mining? Car batteries. Your electric car is directly tied to child slavery. You hear that again? Your electric vehicle is directly tied to injustices against humans, a violation of human rights. Your electric car, your clean and affordable energy. Or you want to go solar like South Africa and have rolling blackouts 10 hours of the day every day. How about that? Stupid fucking. All right. <clears throat> Decent work and economic growth. Decent work. Right. So a professional useless person. You're going to sit in front of your stupid computer. You're not going to need to travel anywhere. There's going to be no need for a car, right? Because everyone can just bike everywhere and be like, um, what's that place? I want to say Denmark. It's not. Mm. Whatever. Some stupid European country where they're like, we don't need cars. We can just bike. Yeah. And then when you need to leave in an emergency, what, you're going to pack all your shit on your bike and bike away? I'm not trying to be fear-mongering or scaring, but you fuckers had two world wars blow through your countries. There were people leaving in droves with their families on their wagons, on their tractors, on their trucks. And then you're being told that don't worry about it, you're not going to need a car 
everything's within reach it's so convenient it's so you know it's also convenient you know it's a really convenient scenario if you were in a zoo and you just had your water your exercise wheel and your food and your little patch of hay then you can do your decent work <laughs> and have your good health and well-being and zero hunger and no poverty all in your little box how's that <laughs> reduced inequalities how how mm, I don't want to know because you can't keep a huge city like that a huge megalopolis like that growing without someone being on the bottom there has always there's always going to be someone to pick up the shit unless you're going to make robots do it and then have them revolt because people are going to treat them like shit humans are not naturally looking for equity humans do not naturally look for equality they take care of themselves and their own and try to forward their lineage through well-executed actions whether that be going to school getting more fits finding good good mates settling down in, in a stable environment right not everyone starts in the same points on the starting line some start way back some start ahead whatever but we're all searching for the same thing it's not fair nor right nor moral to take those to to rob people of the experience of bettering themselves to get more out of life i believe it is incredibly wrong to just hand out things and expect people to benefit more from that than going through the experience, learning the skill, adapting and overcoming. That's how we evolve. That's how we do things. That's how we become better as people, individually, personally, professionally, as a society. We overcome adversity, hardships, and look at our fellow neighbor and be like, I am so glad I went through that with you. We made it through. We're okay. <laughs> Stupid. And they want to do away with that. They're just so fucking soft. I don't want a hard life. Everyone suffers in life eventually. Everyone sacrifices. It's up to you when that sacrifice is. When you are young and able to withstand those difficulties or when you're older and your life falls apart. And there's no one there around you because, you know, you partied too much. You weren't there for anyone. You were self-absorbed. Like, all of the young people of our society are just so narcissistic. They don't want kids. They don't want to establish roots. They're only caring about what they can get from others. They are all, quote-unquote, oppressed, screaming into their iPhone. Everyone suffers eventually. And you can choose when you suffer. You can take it on willingly or it will be thrust upon you. And you'll have to sink or swim. Most people sink. Alright, let's keep going down these goals. Climate action. Oh, shut up. How? 
how if South Africa cannot operate on their solar rolling blackouts, Germany is buying coal from them. Dirty fucking coal. It's like coal. it's clumped up dung pretty much. You guys want to be clean, affordable with climate action. Life below water. What the fuck? Like you're life on land. Peace, justice, and strong institutions. You stupid fucks. You're gonna destroy hundreds of acres of farmland just to support <clears throat> your goals of life on land and life in water and climate action. <sighs> you can't make this shit up. I really wish I was. I, I wish I was like you know, wrong about this, but yeah, tristatecity.nl, Europe's new super city. Here we go, guys. Are are you ready for this shit? I <clears throat> I'll keep an eye on it. Shit's looking really stupid right now. It's it's even worse for the farmers. God. I I can't imagine it. And it's not this isn't this isn't the only instance where the EU has placed such strict impositions on other countries and told them you will comply or we will grab military support from another country to ensure you do. This is why I don't support that whole <laughs> one world banking system. Because who's going to run it? Fuckers like those in, in Brussels, in Belgium? I'm sure you've heard absolute power corrupts absolutely, but you don't even need that much power to be corrupt. We've seen it here in the States. People, people are narking on their neighbors they were hugging they didn't social distance they had someone come over and they walked into the house maskless yeah just that little modicum of power to call an authority figure and be like hey something's not right going on over there fills people with a sense of pride that I did something good. I did something for my country, right? So those who aren't farmers, I wouldn't, I wouldn't uh, put it past them to cause issues for the farmers. I wouldn't put it past some skinny jean wearing blonde, half a brain looking Dumbo in Holland seeing this going on and, and being like, oh, yeah, I live next to a farm or I was visiting family and saw that this farm had X amount of bags of manure. Is this European Union compliant? Because a lot of them act like that. I, I'm so serious. Where I'm from in Portugal, people will complain and gossip about each other and it's not like, you know, uh, Spanish novellas where it's like who's sleeping with who it's 
who is acting too American? Who is speaking out of turn against the European Union? Not even if they're, you know, in support of what Portugal's trying to do or, you know, whatever. The moment they're against the European, you sound American. And that that's like a disgrace. You know what? I wear with a badge of honor. At least I know what my freedoms are. I'm willing to fight and die for them. As these farmers have. I I don't know if their spirit is still as strong anymore. Because it's been um, just about four years. It's going to be four years in October. That's when this whole shit started. And who knows? We'll, we'll just keep an eye on it. Maybe on uh, the four-year anniversary in October, I'll do an episode. But yeah, I couldn't sleep. <laughs> I woke up thinking about this and just thought I had to share. <sighs> I, it's it's crazy, it's crazy shit. <laughs> but yeah, if you get a chance, look up the tri-state super city. Uh, the Rio Times Online dot com, the Brazilian news, touch on it briefly. It's wild. Anyways, this was Emma. This is episode eight of Ain't That Some Shit, and I'll catch you next time. Over and out. Hi, this is Metalhead. Thank you for listening on Spotify. If you like our content, please follow us on Twitch at DJ Hatter One. If you like, if you like seeing uh, bullshit walkthroughs, gameplays, um, this is the place where you stop by, share some laughs, share some comments, and have fun. Thank you.